Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mike in Bed, the new podcast from the new old podcast from Josh and Jasmine. Did you forget the name of our podcast for a second? There was a pause between the hello and the. <laughs> no, I was actually going for kind of a, a grand opening sort of thing. Ah. Didn't work. Sounded like you forgot the name of the podcast. <laughs> no, okay. Well, no. That's our day. That's our day, and, and you know, it's been it's been a day. You know, uh, we're recording this end of week, and uh, we are brave souls who have two children, two and under, at home, while also working full time both of us so a lot of juggling for people who don't like circuses yeah yeah so i gotta say it was easier when it was just one kid now it's two they're both very much wanting our attention <laughs> which makes sense because they're tiny <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean for parents out there with multiple kids we see the struggle we see the joys of it too it's it's interesting i think how you can uh adore one child one minute and then the next minute they just kind of wiggle all over the place and you don't know what they're doing they're spazzing out in their sleep and such so <laughs> where yes. are you going with that uh you tell me <laughs> i would if i could have followed well, that's all right. <laughs> so, um, if we wanted to rewind a bit, we are young parents, youngish parents with two kids, um, and we met six years ago. Um, over six years ago, six and yes. a half years ago. Yes, sure. Yes, yeah. Do you remember the first time we met? I remember when you messaged me. What did I say? Oh, I have it somewhere. <laughs> I don't remember what you said, but it was in April. It was the end of April. I remember that much. This is this is a victory for any You remember guy what you said? Is... No, I have no, oh. <laughs> no idea what I said. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was it worked. I don't know. I think it was uh, an invitation to get together of some sort. I don't know. I think you might have just said hi. Oh, okay. Well, you know. I'm sure I'll have... We can revisit this, and I can find it. I'm sure I have the very first thing you said to me somewhere. The, yeah. The metadata. The metadata. Well, it would have been the OkCupid okay data. Well, yes. you weren't referring to Facebook. No, you weren't, right? No, not, not, not that meta. <laughs> meta is in meta meta, not the copyrighted <laughs> trademark meta, which we have no can affiliation with, by meta? the way. Can you uh, well, I mean, it, it was. He he did. He did. He had to jump through a lot of hoops to do it. But I'm going to stop talking about him. I don't want him to sue me or anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. We, so we don't okay have Cupid. Meta on the mind. But yes, OK Cupid <laughs> um, is how we met. And uh, I think it's interesting because I, for one, had some reservations about dating apps. I think dating apps, you know, the first dating app I ever saw, if you want to even call it an app, it was more of like a, a website thing, was commercials for eHarmony. 
and it was a bunch of like AARP crowd basically um, getting together via eHarmony and and all of that and the apps didn't really come into play I didn't think until uh, Tinder became a thing which was after at least after I graduated from college it started picking up more and more um, but I had some reservations about dating apps how about you what so I think though <laughs> so I agree with eHarmony I remember seeing those commercials as well this probably was my first exposure to anything dating online or nap of any sort but I'm pretty sure those other things existed they just weren't in app form until tender I mean yeah until tender yeah I feel like we're both wrong but like I feel like I remember like okay Cupid had a website oh yeah I'm sure okay Cupid did but <laughs> For me, it was more about um, so you're talking the apps about... were just so much more convenient than a website. Okay. Um, so I, I didn't, you know, I think my first smartphone was in college. And uh, the apps didn't come into play, like I said, until I was well past undergrad, I want to say. At least a year or two past undergrad. Um, but you know, I think there are all these stereotypes surrounding online dating and they've lessened considerably, but yeah, I mean, my memory of online dating before I actually got on the OkCupid app was like, there was some news story about some dude who tried to kill a woman that he met on match.com. And I was like, oh, hell no. And that was kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the rule of thumb is always meet at a public place and take things very slow. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's definitely something you have to do. And I feel like in a lot of ways, stories like that are kind of like plane crashes. You know, they, they happen. And when they do, they make big news, but they don't happen super frequently. So your odds are, <laughs> I think, better to end up where we are than to end up six feet under. At least I would hope so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you most likely either end up with someone or still alone <laughs> rather yeah. than six feet under. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I did have reservations, though. I, I I saw it initially as, like, you know, a, a flare gun of desperation, I guess. Or, you know, um, just kind of a negative connotation like well you nothing else worked for you so you know ouch that well that's how I saw it for myself personally you know I was just like I would see friends of mine who you know didn't need the apps or what have you but you know I think it worked out better than I could have hoped for yeah I think it worked out well for us I mean my perception of any dating thing whether it's in the apps or websites i'm sure people only use apps now most likely i don't know mm. but <laughs> my overall opinion of them were just kind of like you had to be careful on them like i didn't have a negative view of them like some people just don't have the ability to go out to bars or just get togethers to know where to meet people and even if you did that it still doesn't mean you'll meet someone um especially if you're more introverted than extroverted or you're just quiet in general like I feel like it's harder to meet people that way and having another way to do it like an app or a website 
I, yeah. I didn't think it was, uh, uh, wow, you really sucked at finding someone. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I would, I would agree with that. And I would say that geographically speaking, um, for me at least it, it was a saving grace because, you know, at the time I was in, uh, I, I was in, um, rural Pennsylvania and my neighbors were Amish and, when you're not Amish and your neighbors are Amish, you're not going to make much headway in the dating department. So I had to max out my mile radius just to be able to meet you. Yeah. So. I mean, for me, I was just busy. <laughs> I was very focused and laser focused on school and work. I just didn't really care to just like make any additional efforts to meet someone in like I guess an in-person kind of way like where I would go somewhere and meet people um so the app made the most sense also my job at the time I think everyone maybe except for a couple people were currently on dating apps and had either met their current partners or were engaging in conversations where those people are now their partners and I was just like oh well must not be that bad and then my um my matron of honor also met her her husband on i'm not gonna say which one but on a dating app as well and so like i was like all right it can't be too bad people are finding people on these apps and so i thought i'd give it a try just because people seem to be having good experiences at least people who were close enough to me that i was willing to give it a try Yes. Yeah. For me, I was actually in seminary at the time and splitting my time between Washington, D.C. and rural Pennsylvania. And uh, I, I ran with a crowd there in seminary who were very much young and uh, into the, the dating app scene. And so, you know, I, I didn't see them finding much success there. Uh, but I saw, hey, you know, this is a way to try to um, improve this aspect of your life or, or establish some sort of a relationship, which was, which was the goal. So I'm glad it worked out, though. Yeah, now you married me. Yes, for over four years. And yeah. Still going. Yeah. Two kids. Yeah, two kids, but I, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a journey. It just really has been a journey. Uh, I'm curious though, what, uh, what your like family thought about the dating apps. Cause we haven't talked about that oh. a whole lot. I mean, I don't think my sisters cared. They, I think they were just excited that I was actually attempting to find a partner. <laughs> Um, so I don't really think they care too much. There, there wasn't much of any reservations or anything. Like so I think they were more excited that I was attempting to try to find someone. Um, and we're very excited when I did find someone. So nothing really much from them. I think my mom was just kind of like, oh, gosh, I hope that person doesn't kill you again. The Match.com story. And all of those, like, what is that? Is it ID Discovery? ID What's Discovery. The, you don't the network wanna, where everyone dies. Yeah. After they... <laughs> you don't want to get sucked down into that rabbit hole. And that's all she watched at the time. So, like, anything like that, she was just like, oh, you better make sure this is on. And, like, you know, I'm not stupid. I'm going to make sure 
you know, if I'm going to meet someone I've never met in person before, that it's going to be in public and, you know. But, yeah, other than that, there weren't any reservations. People were more excited for me, which I don't know what that says, but <laughs> they were very excited that I had, had initiated um, looking for a partner. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did you first, what was your first thought when you met me? Because I think before you've said that you were relieved that I looked like my pictures. Yeah, so I watched a ton of Catfish. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, still is a thing. Good but show. like, I feel like us growing up, Catfish is, was a thing. Oh, yeah. It was uh, a thing. <laughs> and so I was just like, I don't know if he's going to be real. I assume he's going to be real. I mean, we were texting, I think, by that point in time. Yes. Um, so we had left the app messaging and actually were texting each other. And so I was like, he must be real. That's but then, second like, I base will in the... Say, in the online dating world i know right when you actually give them your phone number yes but i will say i did never ask you for a photo which like come on man neve would be like what's wrong yeah, with you gotta have, have <laughs> me holding up a sign that says ama <laughs> so i just assumed you were who you were so i don't know why i trusted you from the beginning but i guess it's good i did i mean you turned out i to mean be i had so. some like i feel like to some extent you can tell because I had some quirky photos that most people wouldn't have. Like, I think one of the photos was me on a film school set with a boom mic and a sound mixer around That's my neck. That's true. I mean, I got asked if I was a catfish while I was on OkCupid. And I'm not sure why. I don't think my photos were that... I never thought you were a catfish. Yeah, so I, maybe I that never person got had, had gotten burned before. I don't know. Maybe. But... It's possible. <laughs> yeah gosh trying to just think back to that time feel like a different person in a lot of ways but... oh wait you totally asked me a question so when i saw you yeah i was very much relieved that you were who you were yes. who you said you were Good. um and so i immediately was able to kind of take a deep breath and actually enjoy the experience because i was a little tense until until i actually saw your face so. yes yeah. I remember you said you thought I was really tall and then and then I stood next to you and I was like that's deceiving because you just had really long legs <laughs> I was I'm like, not that's tall an at optical all. illusion <laughs> yeah yeah that was uh, gosh but yeah I remember um, going over to you and after I realized that you weren't uh, very tall I think immediately you said you didn't drink coffee and we were at a coffee house and so I was like oh great <laughs> shout out to Cornerstone yes Cornerstone <laughs> coffee house um, yeah because I think I'd suggested you know we meet at this coffee house thinking that you drank coffee and nope no I didn't start drinking coffee until we had kids yep um, That'll do that. Yeah. When I saw where you wanted to meet and I saw that it was like a cafe situation, I was like, well, they must have tea. Mm -hmm. And they, they did. So they just got tea. Worked out. But yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think you asked me, something, like you asked about coffee or something that yeah. I had to tell you, like, no. Nope. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you thought you had messed up and that it was going to go downhill from there, so. Well, yeah, I was glad that it didn't. Uh, we got to sit outside because it was in May, 
and the weather was starting to get decent. Yes. And May's my favorite month of the year, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, we went from from that to to this point with a lot of journeys and side quests along the way. A lot of traveling to see each other and yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when we first started dating, I think we were located an hour over an hour away it was about an hour 15 because i feel like i made the trip more than you did so you what was did. up with that i gosh i don't know <laughs> but yeah it was about I an think, hour 15 i there. think in the early days the reason that you made the trip more often was because you hadn't gotten your own place yet that's true i was still living at home you so were still living at it home it made more sense for me to go visit you yeah. where you had your own place and that it was, was just more comfortable that was early on and then later once you had your own place i feel like it was a bit more evenly split it was half half yeah yeah so almost got me <laughs> not quite <laughs> not quite so i mean if you had advice for people trying dating apps yeah who are either afraid to try them or have tried them for x number of months or years and are failing or think they're failing like what would you say to those people so i feel like it's not fair for me to give this advice because and let me explain why because like i <laughs> okay cupid was my first attempt at dating app so like i got okay cupid met you within a month of being on the app and then deleted that <laughs> so i don't know if i'm the best person to give advice just because i got really lucky i know that that's probably not the case for most people you're probably on there for a little bit at least um but i would just like if if you're not having luck on one app i would try another like there's so many now there's like coffee meets bagel mm-hmm. i saw a commercial for some app called hinge oh yeah hinge don't know the, much about the that fluffy but... white pillow that dies every time someone gets a match <laughs> because it's like <laughs> the app to be deleted or something yeah. which i mean good for them to market it that way but um so there's so many different options if an app isn't working for you yeah and i think it is interesting because you were only on okcupid and I was on, like, basically every single one you could be on. Yeah. Um, so. I guess I was in no rush, though. Like, if you're really yeah. looking for someone, it makes sense to be on maybe a couple of other apps. For me, it was like, well, let's just see what happens. And so I just downloaded one app and went with that. I wouldn't. I don't feel like I was in the place where I felt like I needed more than one app at the time. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean. For you, it was more of like a side thing that turned into us. For me, it was almost like a job. (laughs) Like, I was on the apps, I think, somewhere between 9 and 11 months before we had met. And so, (laughs) yeah, no, I was on, I was on there for a bit. And yeah, you know, there's a lot. A lot of, uh, you know, negative experiences and not quite moments that you have to sift through. It's like applying for a job in a way. Yeah. Um, well, you said, right? So sometimes you're just not in the right area. 
Yeah. And like, I guess a word of advice would be like, if you're not finding the people in your area, you might need to expand your, your mileage there. Um, if you're willing to drive to the person, right? If you're willing to travel back and forth, which we were. Um, and so that worked for us. But if you're not willing to do that, I don't know if it matters how many apps you have. If, you know, if the area isn't desirable. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to really find then. Well, and that's why, to some extent, you have to, I feel like, adjust your parameters. Um, like with me, obviously, in Amish country, uh, finding someone with my values um, was top of mind for me. And so knowing that, I was like, okay, well, it's going to have to be, I'm going to have to meet somebody outside of this area like 50 miles or more away yeah it turned out to be and so you know i had to be at peace with that and and i was and i was very fortunate but um i think that's why so many people who are younger you know flock to cities or urban environments and then when they find that person out to the suburbs and yeah i mean that makes sense i mean it's also helpful to mention that we're an interracial married couple. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's an important detail. When, when sense, I but... say, when I say, you know, the type of area I was in with rural Pennsylvania, there were a lot of women with swipe your political affiliation, basically. I was like, oh well, okay, you know, that's how that <laughs> that's how that goes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta love it still like that here <laughs> so yeah i think we just got lucky but yeah just keep trying that's the only advice i have and you eventually find someone be open-minded yes not every single thing's a red flag no some people are just quirky yes so <laughs> and there's a lot that you learn to work through yeah you know if you're really giving things a go with somebody yeah i mean that's that's kind of what i would say to people on the fence or people who have been in it a while is you know treat it like something that is is important to your life like treat it the way you would treat finding a dream job or you know living in the house you want to live in like what does it take to get there what type of values am i looking for this person to have what kind of characteristics or features of a person am I really drawn to and and then kind of breaking down where those people might be yeah and I would hope like your profile would be honest (laughs) yeah like your profile should be who you are and hopefully people aren't contacting you if they don't match that like if you know they're the complete opposite of what you're trying to communicate I would hope they stay in their lane I would hope so too and I think you know there has to be like you said a little bit of give a little bit of leeway you know if you have a a hard rule where you want somebody of a certain height exactly or a certain height range I feel like you could potentially be missing out on some awesome people I mean I can understand within reason if you have like you know a range because you're you know a certain height or whatever but you know give an inch or two here or there that's that's all i'm saying yeah i mean i'm on the shorter side so height i didn't really care it doesn't really i don't wear heels either so i mean (laughs) yeah but for some people height is a big deal and so i do agree like you know 
know where you're willing to bend and go from there but do try to make a profile that reflects you really well because I assume the people that would be messaging you or however the apps work now um would be doing so based on your profile yeah yeah you gotta it's almost like a pitch right like you know this is these are the best things about me or the things I like most about myself that I think other people would be drawn to I guess see but you would like that people like me would hate that like making the profile was the worst part like I hated it with a passion I hate talking about myself yeah and I hate having to like I don't know like brag and just I just don't like it and so I feel like people who kind of agree with me there making the profile is like the worst part it was awful well that's why a lot of people get drunk and do it with their friends i mean yeah i would recommend that yeah yeah just be careful don't put something you want people knowing but yeah yeah i mean you know you can have help from friends creating that because it can be hard to speak to things about yourself yeah you know i know a lot of people are self-critical too so yeah but yeah that'd be my my main uh piece of advice there and in the dating app world but um yeah so long story short we got married in 2018 which was awesome and i'm sure we'll talk about that on a future episode but yeah we met in 2016 got married in 2018 had a baby in 2020 yep First one in 2020, second one here, 2022. Yeah. So that's that's our journey. So you can find someone on apps, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure there are plenty of people out there who agree and are very happy. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So curious now with uh, the week that we've had, what sort of good and bad you've had, you know, or our bit of pillow talk here me like are yes. you asking me like what what about this week was good for me and what about this week was like awful yes yeah <laughs> yep i mean i don't know it's i had off like so the day we're recording this I actually had off of work so that was really nice um that's sad if that's my only good i realize that now <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. The kids are cute. It was it was an okay week when you consider all of the factors like job, kids, everything. It being the holiday season, just a lot. So it was, it was an okay week. And so I guess my good is that I did have that day just to kind of be with the family because it's yeah. hard to kind of do both of those at the same time. It um, is. And not to get political, but the elections went in my favor, so <laughs> <laughs> that was a good part. Um, the bad, it's just, I'm very tired. It was a very tiring week. That's why I was like, it was an okay altogether, but I feel like the kids demanded a lot from me this week, so I'm very tired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, anyone who's a parent knows that it's a constant learning experience you know being a parent and they will test you and they'll wear you out and then they'll do it again the next day like it's their job um 
yeah I, I mean I think overall it was a good week we have to lean on each other a lot because so much does happen just around the house in a given day so you know we have to make sure the household is you know running and make sure that the kids are not going too crazy and that they're eating and drinking what they need to eat and drink and learning to some extent so I think that was good um work week went well for me and you know obviously us having the same values and belief system was happy about Tuesday as well so yeah I I think it was a good week in general I think um if there was a negative it, it is just kind of the end of each day having those tired feelings and and having to battle <laughs> with the children at times oh yeah but uh, oh wait you know what no my tire randomly decided oh, yes. to have a flat and i have my spare on my car it was not yes. happy about that so I, I take that that's my that's my negative thing and and i that drove it with the e-brake on yes. which was worse yes than that did you not think it was weird when you it were was driving weird. it? That, I told you it was weird. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember spare tires feeling like that. And I don't know where, like, I didn't notice that your e-brake was. It was on uh, so because how else do you change the tire so you have well, e-brake why on? Why don't you put it back after it's done? Well, what's like, the why difference of putting Geico... it back? It's parked and <laughs> it's fine. Uh... <laughs> you should have looked. <laughs> mm like this is handling really poorly i don't understand this i mean it's not the best car in general but i i feel like you should have been able to tell that something else was off not just the spare tire yeah you know operator oh so that is gonna be it for us this week uh this is our very Man, first you sound episode. rough you sound rough I sound rough. <laughs> you sound rough. I don't say this you sound our, very tired. This, this is our <laughs> this is our episode, first episode of the of the podcast, and that's the criticism you get from your wife. <laughs> and we will be back again <laughs> next week. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on the gram at Mike in Bed. Right, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one uh, way to at Mike's in bed. Uh, <laughs> love, love to you all, and until next time. <laughs>